Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Limitless Broadcasting Network. All it takes is faith and trust. Oh, and something I forgot. Dust. Just a little bit of pixie dust. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Sammy. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Shall we begin? It's time to get things started on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, motivational show. Welcome, Pixie Dusters. We're your favorite hosts. I'm Sammy. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast featuring Dan. Hi. (laughs) And as always, we're produced by Limitless Broadcasting. Make sure you go check out all of our social media, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook after the show. Yes. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Week two of April. This is crazy. Moving on, moving on. You know what, Sammy? Our dog's birthdays are this month. I know. Do you want to know? Okay. Since you've brought it up, we have <laughs> a magnetic calendar and then um, I'll put like we have um, dates and uh-huh. stuff. I'll write down on there. And I put a little happy birthday thing on Belle's birthday. <laughs> and my mom was like, whose birthday is that? And I was like, it's <laughs> Belle's. It's Belle's. It's important. Belle. I was like, it's Belle's birthday. Obviously, it is, it's in my. She's an important part of the exactly. family. Exactly, it's in my 100%. phone calendar. Listen, it's Belle's birthday. All right. Oh gosh. So, yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then Lucy's is like, like a week after is April, right? Belle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Belle, she's the nineteenth. She's the nineteenth. Right? So he's what the twenty. So he Ninth? is twenty eighth. No, he's the twenty. Fifth, the 25th yeah okay mm-hmm. yeah so it's okay. about a week yeah yeah oh our puppies are gonna be three yeah growing yep. up yep lucifer is about to go for a a special day at 20s. the vet so you know yeah. oh special, special day at the vet that doesn't special. sound good special is it like visit. an annual checkup no <laughs> no he's he's getting a, a special part of him removed soon so 
You yeah. haven't done that what yet? What special part is that, Sammy? Uh, I wonder what it is. Um, I don't know. How People are guessing. No, yet? we actually did have it scheduled, and then the vet got COVID, so now we're having to reschedule it. Ah. Uh, yeah, so he looked out, gotcha. and he doesn't even know. Mm-hmm. He'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Yep. Will he, though? Will he? Oh, he'll be fine. He's, He's going to mope around for about a month after that. He'll be okay. <laughs> You. John Williams is what we're talking about today. Uh, let's switch subjects. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, we're on the subject, right? Yeah, same thing. Oh, yeah, basically. Sure, why not? Uh, if you if you're listening to this and you don't know who John Williams is, um, who are shame you? on you. <laughs> How many times have but, we mentioned him? Like, I know. <laughs> uh, shame on you. But John mm-hmm. Williams is an amazing a, a amazing composer uh, mm-hmm. who we just absolutely adore. Uh, so we wanted to talk about him today because he is a big part of the Star Wars family. So let's dive in. Uh, he was actually born and raised in New York. Uh, he moved to Los Angeles with his family in 1948. You know what I just realized when I did his his stuff? Doesn't even he didn't even give me his birthday. I was gonna ask you, like, do we know when he was born? <laughs> I, I don't know everything that I looked at. I don't think it told me. Maybe he doesn't have a birthday. Maybe he's just always been here. Oh, here wow. we go. February 8th, 1932. Well, oh, now you ruined the go. magic because I wanted to Jeez. believe that he just was always here. How dare you? Wow. Okay. You know what? You're fine. Uh, So he was 32, 10, 16 when he moved to L.A., uh, where he studied with um, comp- studied composition with Mario. Oh, I'm going to say this wrong. Mario Castelnuovo Tedesco. I'm assuming a very popular composer or pianist or something. Um, sure. But he actually served in the Air Force during, I believe, World War II, uh, mm-hmm. and he returned to. New York to attend Juilliard School. Uh, actually, no, no. Forty-eight was after World War II. So, what war was after World War II? Or maybe he was just in the Air Force. I don't know. But he served in the Air Force. And then when he was done, he returned to New York and attended Juilliard, which I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, while he was in New York, he worked as a jazz pianist, both in nightclubs and on recordings. And then after a while, he returned to L.A. to begin his career in the film industry with uh, composition. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. So in 56, Williams married Barbara Ruick, an American actress and singer, and remained married to her until her death in 1970. Ooh, sorry, 1974. So they didn't even get 20 years together. That's mm. sad. Wow. Poor Jenna. Um, they had three children, uh, Jennifer, Mark, and Joseph. Uh, the latter, Joseph Williams, is best known as the lead singer of Toto. Huh. The band oh. Toto. Okay. That's cool. Okay. Yep. That's cool. And in 1980, uh, he, Williams remarried Samantha Winslow, a photographer. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, so he went on to write music for more than 200 television episodes for anthology series. Uh, such as um, Alcoa Premiere, Crafts Suspense Theater, Chrysler Theater, and Playhouse 90. His more recent contributions to television music include the uh, well-known theme for NBC Nightly News, The Mission. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. And then also uh, NBC's Meet the Press and a new theme for the prestigious PBS Arts Showcase Great Performances. Oh, okay. So not only does he do these amazing compositions for mm-hmm. movies, but if you watch NBC News, you've heard John Williams. Very cool. Let's see here. Is that the uh, one that goes like, da, 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 da? Is that that I one? Or is so, that... Yeah. I think okay. it is. Isn't yeah, it? I'm pretty sure. I mean, that was it. what came to my mind. So. Yeah, same. <laughs> I think it is. Yeah. Very cool. Williams composed numerous works for the concert stage, among them two symphonies and um, concertos. Yeah, concertos for flute, Mm -hmm. violin, clarinet, viola, oboe, and tuba. Uh, His cello concerto was commissioned by the Boston Symphony Orchestra and premiered by Yo-Yo Ma at Tanglewood in 1994. I'm assuming Tanglewood is a big deal. Sounds like it. I don't know what it is. Mm. Dan, have you ever heard it in the music realm? Say, say, say one more time. Which one? Tanglewood. Tanglewood. It sounds familiar, but not like not enough for me to know exactly what it is. Gotcha. I didn't know if it was like a really, really popular thing or I don't know. Anywho, uh, in 1990, January, Mr. Williams was named 19th was named 19th music director of the Boston Pops Orchestra. He was the 19th one to be. Okay. Uh, He was succeeding the legendary Arthur Fiddler. Uh, He currently holds the title of Boston Pops Laureate uh, conductor, which he assumed following his retirement in December of 93. After 14 highly successful seasons, he also holds the title of artist in resident at Tanglewood. Hmm. So these must be like, concert places over in the eastern coast that's cool yeah and then i didn't know this in the world of sports apparently he's in the world of sports too for music he contributed musical mm-hmm. yeah he contributed musical themes for the 1984 88 96 summer olympics the 2002 winter olympics and the 87 international summer games of the special olympics and then also in 06, Mr. Williams composed the theme for NBC's presentation of NFL football. I totally believe that. I do wow. Too. Like okay. anything that I associate in my mind, I just, I sense his presence. Mm-hmm. You know what I think would be really cool? I don't know. He might be a little, let's see here, 38. How old is he? February. So he just had a birthday. So 2023 minus 1938. He is 85 years old. Wait, was it 38 or I thought it was 32? Was it 32? Hold on. Darn it, 32. Yeah. Thank I was you. Gonna say, I thought he was older than that. I remember that because my grandma was born in 38 and I remember thinking, okay, he's older than my grandma. Yeah, I thought he was 90 something. 32. Sorry, 91. Yeesh. He is 91 years old. Mm-hmm. I know he's 91, but hear me out. Next year, the NFL halftime show John Williams composing an orchestra. Yeah, do it. I think they'd lose people, but I, I mean, got it. <laughs> yeah, no, that'd be that'd be mm-hmm. that'd be something else. That would be different. Definitely, definitely out of left field. In sure way. I mean, and there'd be no scandals. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I I would like to see that. I just you're right; it probably wouldn't be as well received. No. No, probably not, but I want it. Yeah. 
I think it would be amazing. I don't know why they've never thought of it before. To give some culture to the dum-dums watching football. Not everyone watching football is dum-dums. But I was going to say, don't you watch football? I was going to say, you're a football fan. <laughs> she called herself a dum-dum, did you? I also <laughs> called my boyfriend a dum-dum. You really <laughs> called him a dum-dum. He watches a lot of football. <laughs> As a everyone. fan, it's better for you to say that. I don't watch football. Therefore, if I said that, it would actually be insulting. Yeah, I don't want to be rude and angry. So yeah, There are some idiotic people who watch football. and Fair enough. They need some culture in their life. I've seen a few. I have seen a few. Mm. Not everybody. Just... Some. <laughs> yeah, yeah, valid. Totally valid. Cover my yeah. basis on that one. Because my dad also watches football. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, my dad did too. So, yeah, mm-hmm. fair. Yeah. Fair. Ralph watches football, Dan. <laughs> but I would always call him. We a can dumb-dumb. roast Ralph. <laughs> so well, he counts I'll... as a dumb dumb. Okay. okay. He, Good to know. Yeah. Um, just because we roast him and he roasts us. Remind me to tell you about a, co- a roasting conversation that me and him just had Ooh, uh, after the podcast. And it actually yeah. relates to Disney. Actually, uh-huh. I'm just going to call him out on this Disney podcast. I was going to say, if it's okay. Disney related, why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he was asking me about Disney uh, character, like villains who have fallen to their death. So I started listing the ones that were off the top of my head I can remember. And I listed Professor Radigan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dan's face doesn't know who he is. No, no, no. I know who he is. You oh, do? Okay. Yeah. Okay. He, he texts me back. He's like, who's Radigan? I'm like, mm. who's who's Radigan? Hello, great mouse, great mouse detective. detective. Classic yeah. movie. He's like, Love that film. what did he say? Hold on, what did he say? Um, who doesn't know the great mouse? Who is Radigan? I'm like Professor Radigan from the Great Mouse Detective. Boys, please, boy, please tell me you've seen it. He said it's been a bit, which probably means in Ralph bit, he's never seen it. <laughs> I mean, uh, how does that one? I mean, it, it wasn't the most known, but people who have seen it, like anyone who's seen it that I know, it's like, oh, yeah, I love that movie. It's not, yes. oh, I forgot about that movie. Oh, you that do movie. not forget The Great Mouse. It, you really, it's Sherlock Holmes meets Disney. How do you, it's, how do you, exactly. like, how is it that is a classic. It's brilliant. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure I made, did I make Probably one of my favorite of that era, to be honest. Like, Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love going back and it's rewatching awesome. that movie. Absolutely. So good. Absolutely. Yes. Radigan is so scary. How can you forget Radigan? Exactly. He's, He's so crazy uh, rats. Like, amazing ooh. villain. Ooh. Yes, they animated an him very villain. well because yeah. he was very scary. Especially yeah. in the end when he's on the clock, you're like, yeah, when he actually not? becomes the rat. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's when I started to hate rats. <laughs> fair, fair, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. It's it's so sad. It's like conflicting things. I hate rat, but rats, but I love, um, Master Splinter. Well, he's not a villain though. But he's a rat, so it's it's conflicting. But he's a good rat. He's a good. Rat. He is a good rat. Yeah, we do love him. There's okay. a difference. Got off- yeah. yeah, yeah. Got off topic, but it's okay. Um, let's see here. So, okay, so a lot of this it's from John Williams' own website. He literally, like, his own website has a curated essay, and I pretty much just copy and pasted it mm-hmm. uh, of all of his accolades. Like, I could not find personal life on this guy. <laughs> wow. All right. So, in the five decades that John has been a part of it. He actually, I'm just going to read it because it's actually a very beautiful paragraph. Okay. In a career that spans five decades, John Williams has become one of the one of America's most accomplished and successful composers for film and for the concert stage. He has served as a music director and laureate conductor of one of the country's treasured musical institutes, the Boston Pop Pops 
Orchestra, and he maintains thriving artistic relationships with many of the world's greatest orchestras, including the Boston Symphony Orchestra, the New York Philharmonic, the Chicago Symphony, and the Los Angeles Philharmonic. Mr. Williams has received a variety of prestigious awards, including the National Merit, uh, National Medal of Arts, the Kennedy Center Honor, the Olympic Order, and numerous Academy Awards, Grammy Awards, Emmy Awards, and Golden Globe Awards. He remains one of our nation's most distinguished and uh, contributive musical voices. Mm. As he should. It's yeah. a beautiful paragraph. Absolutely. Very well written. Um, yes. What I didn't see, and I wonder, has he been inducted as a Disney legend? Not that I know of, <clears throat> but... I mean, just because I don't know it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Can you look that up, Sammy? Disney. I'm looking up. That. Okay. While she looks that up, um, let's see here. He has composed the music and served as a musical director for more than 100 films. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's had a 40-year artistic partnership with Spielberg. Doesn't surprise us. Um, which has resulted in many of Hollywood's most acclaimed and successful films, such as Schindler's List, E.T., Jaws, Jurassic Park, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, all four Indiana Jones films, hopefully all five. I don't know if it is, but let's pray it was. Um, Saving Private Ryan, Amistad, I don't know that, Munich, Hook, he composed Hook. Yes! Catch Me If You Can, Minority Report, A.I. and artificial intelligent empire of the sun the adventures of tin tin and warhorse uh and also their latest uh collaboration because this i don't think they've updated this was the uh bfg which was released in 2016 i don't remember what the bfg big friendly giant i think it was or something like that yeah that sounds right Mm -hmm. he is also also composed all the scores for all well at that point it was only seven films but it is nine Ten? Ten films? How many Star Wars films do we have? Nine, ten, nine. right? Ten. No. Eleven. Well, nine in eleven. terms of the the Road. chapters, but like Yes, a, but we yeah. also Oh have yeah, eleven. Yeah. Hans solo movie. Right, and, and then Rogue. Rogue. So yeah. I believe he did those as well. Mm-hmm. So that's eleven Star Wars films. Uh he did the music for the first three Harry Potter films. If he did it for all of them, it would have been amazing. He didn't do all yeah. of them? I thought it was all of them. apparently didn't do all of them. Can't believe it. So dumb. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Superman the movie, JFK, Born on the Fourth of July, Memoirs of a Geisha, Far and Away, The Accidental Tourist, Home Alone, <laughs> nice. Nixon, The Patriot, Angela's Ashes, Seven Years in Tibet, The Witches of East at Eastwick. I don't know that one. Rosewood, Sleepers, Sabrina, uh, presumed innocent, the Cowboys and the Receivers, among many others. He has done a lot. Yes, I love that he did um, Hook. Like that just makes my that just makes it so much better. I hundred percent, hundred percent. Neither did I, and I actually have something to say on that when we get uh, later. It's kind of fun. Okay. 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 Yeah. So for the legends, he is not a Disney legend. Disney, what are you? He is not listed on their website, but I did learn something when I was Googling him. Uh So, for Oscars, apparently John Williams is currently the second most nominated individual after Walt Disney. Disney 
who is acclaimed as the pioneer for American animated films, has won 22 Oscars from 59 nominations. And Williams, on the other hand, is currently running on 53 nominations. So there you go. Literally, you just took my next point. Oh, was that in there? <laughs> yes. Oh, I Googled this. I'm sorry. This was me just like, I didn't read any of your notes. I apologize. Running <laughs> the, the thing. Okay. I didn't know it was Disney. I forgot he was behind Disney. I ah, so Disney, I added to it. There you added go. to it, yes. Yeah, I didn't read. Like, I read not really one note that was on here. So <laughs> I'm just following along as we go. You're but good. yeah, okay. So mostly he was not a Disney legend. Sorry. Listen, Disney, what are you doing? I don't know. How is he not a Disney legend? I don't know, but he's not. He's a legend in and of himself. I mean, does it's he really true. need the Disney title? I guess not. I feel he like really... that would be beneath him. <laughs> wow. You are oh. in a Disney podcast saying that Disney is beneath oh. him? Okay. For John Williams, I have no shame. For John Williams. Okay. I love all of the Disney people, and I respect you greatly, mm-hmm. but I place myself... In the same category as being none of us. See, you look at John Williams, you just look at his face. You look at his face. Okay. And it doesn't matter what walk of life you are. It doesn't matter how much you've accomplished. You just look at his face. Mm-hmm. And his face just says, I know more than you. Okay. And that's just how it is. Okay. And you know what? <laughs> he doesn't, if, if, if Disney doesn't want to induct him, he'll, he'll be good with that. He'll be just fine. I don't know where to go with that, so I'm just going to keep walking. Sure, sure. Keep speaking. Uh, 71, he adopted Uh the score of the film version of Fiddler on the Roof. And then, uh, as Sammy was saying, he received five Academy Awards, 50 Oscar nominations, making him the most noted um, nominated living person. So he is the most nominated living person at the time. Mm -hmm. Second Mm -hmm. of all time um, to Walt Disney. Uh, Most recent nominations which again this is dated people so this is a little dated was the for the force awakens mm. uh he also has received seven british academy awards with their which are the baftas 22 grammys four golden globes five enemies and numerous mm-hmm. gold and platinum records i'm sure which there's something john okay so it's it's called something when you get all four and i don't remember what it's called um oh the is it the egot or whatever yes egot that what you're talking about okay yes um it is it's actually something that many musical recording artists uh strive for it's an egot which is e emmy grammy oscar tony so the only thing i don't see on here is a tony so he's like ego Mm -hmm. (laughs) ego I wonder, I'm surprised he doesn't have a Tony, but that would mean he'd have to be a part of Broadway. And I don't think he ever did anything with Broadway, right? Yeah, you haven't listed no, anything related no, to that. There's so. been nothing to Broadway. So that's the only which place again, kind he of surprising didn't go. Which is, figured, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it is surprising um, that he doesn't have anything there. Because mm-hmm. uh, John Legend has an EGOT. He has everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anywho. Uh, he does hold honorary degrees from 21 American universities, including Juilliard, Boston College, Northeastern, Tufts, Boston University, the New England Conservatory of Music, University of Ma- Massachusetts at Boston, the Eastman School of Music, Orbelin uh, Conservatory of Music, and the University of Southern California. He is a recipient of the 09 National Medal of Arts, the highest award given to artists by the United States government. 
And in 03, he received the Olympic Order, the IOC's highest honor for his contributions to the Olympic movement. He served as the Grand Marshal of the 04 Rose Parade in Pasadena and was a recipient of the Kennedy Center's honor in December of 2004. Um, he was also inducted into the American Academy of Arts and Sciences in 09. And in January that same year, he composed and arranged air and simple gifts, especially for especially for the first inauguration ceremony of President Barack Obama. Hmm. Very cool. Him and George so Lucas, a few things. Him and George Lucas have a, a couple of the same accolades. Mm -hmm. It's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. yep. yeah. In a lot of ways, like George Lucas wouldn't be where he is if it weren't for John Williams. Yeah. It does yeah. make a difference, mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. Music yeah, I mean, makes a huge half, difference. It sure yeah. does. We've said this before. I mean, half of Star Wars's presence is the music. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh! When you hear it now, you just, just know. Sometimes I wonder if it's more than half. Probably is. It's Sorry. a big deal. Mm -hmm. Especially for the time, because in the '70s, most movies were going like the synthesized, sort of digital kind of route. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. hearing like a classic orchestra in a film was unheard of. Mm -hmm. Yep. So. Oh, I forgot to mention Jaws. Oh yeah. How did I Jaws not make it on my list? You didn't say Jaws? Jaws. I didn't say Jaws. Are you sure? I thought you said Jaws. It's definitely classic. It just in my mind, I mean I know like in my mind, he is either on the same level or above Beethoven and um like all the classic people. In my mind. Sure. No, I, I would agree. I mean, he's, you can see just so much of the influence of all of that. I mean, all the great, great film composers, all the great mm -hmm. classic composers, and then just adding his own, you know, creative hymnness. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't know what our world's going to do when we lose him. Like, I don't think mm -hmm. there's anybody whose name is even, even like a coming up person with this sort of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the only person who would like maybe come close would be Andrew Lloyd Webber. It's the only one I can think of off the top of my head, because just about like his 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 musical presence. Not so much mm -hmm. not so much in film, but like in the creative arts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's more Broadway than film. Right, Broadway. Still, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was trying to see if he ever did anything in Broadway, but I'm not seeing anything. Yeah, I don't know. Is he is he technically retired again? Have is he retired? Like nobody ever retired. I mean, cr creators never really retire. Mm -hmm. Like he might not, he might not be doing it professionally, like for you know money, but he's never going to stop making music. Mm -mm. Well, didn't we like at one point? Wasn't he supposed to be quote unquote retired, and he came out of retirement to do Star Wars again? Probably. Yes, yeah. I believe that you said that. I mean that 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 just that just continually happens with you know every time somebody says retiring, they're retiring. I'm like, nah. Mm -mm. We'll see you. We'll see you. See you in a couple years. Would you like to hear what his most recent stuff was? Sure. Jurassic World Camp Courageous, which is a uh, um, oh cartoon for kids about Jurassic World. Tales of a Jedi. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. The stuff for Tales. Obi Wan. Mm -hmm. uh, West Side Story was he was a consultant. Uh, Bad Batch. Nice. Uh, Clone Wars, Star Wars Resistant, uh, 
he did all he did do um oh goodness gracious rise of skywalker let's see here now we're getting into 2019 i don't think there's really any he did the jurassic world fallen kingdom um he did do solo mm. he composed his solo's theme okay seeing if he did like i was hoping he yep he did he composed all the original music for rogue one interesting and he composed all the original music for the rise of the first order which is a video game mm. like i said the man just never stops obviously no he really does not he never stops making so many things and a lot of Harry Potter and the Escape from Gringotts. That's a video. Huh. Wait, isn't that the ride? Yeah, isn't that the ride so, at Universal? Yeah. So he made the music for so, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love but it. I want to see. Okay. Oh, no. So that thing was wrong. He did Deathly Hollows. I was going to say, okay. I thought he did way more than just the first three. That was his website. So, you know. Yeah. Well, um, let's see hmm. here. He, oh yeah, he did Harry. He did. He did all of them. They're I was gonna. Say, I knew it. I they knew, all I was sounded say, I was like, like, but I was like, right. okay, I don't know. Because I was listening to it last the, night, and I was like, yeah. He didn't do all the music. So, like on Order of the Phoenix, it was just the Harry Potter music. Uh, Order of the or wait, no, I Order of the Phoenix is on here twice. Um, oh, video game. It's it's like he. Well, okay, so some so there of was no unique composed. theme for that film, in other words. Yes, it was gotcha. like previous stuff he did. That makes sense. Um, but like some of these, uh, I think Deathly Hollows, they composed something new. Okay. So there's certain things that were just he composed before, like Hedwig's theme or Harry's mm -hmm. theme or whatever mm -hmm. that they continue to use. Um, but then sense. there's a couple like originals. Yeah. Stuff. So. That makes sense because it's like mm. you can always tell when there's a different sort of presence, like a different composer that does it. And I was like, it's always been John Williams, like the John Williams feel of yeah. it. Like I don't yeah, remember any film that didn't different. have that. So I'm mm -hmm. like, yeah. what are you doing to me? You're throwing me off. Yeah, so it sounds like he did original stuff for the first three, and then most of the original stuff just ended up being continued through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. And then I think he did Good, some original stuff with the as it got darker. Right. Well. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Dan, why do you like Williams? Give us your manifesto. My manifesto, my words, my everything. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's really only the one word, and then the whole manifesto is just based on that. It's genius. And mm -hmm. that's not a word I use lightly because I know that word's kind of tossed around a lot. But, like, there's really genius. not uh, – Yeah, it's really hard to think of any other word. I mean, you can say brilliant. You can say master. You can say all the mm -hmm. things that would apply. But it's not just – his originality but it's just it's everything that is everything he does is so all-encompassing mm -hmm. um you know everything that you hear from john williams well first of all he's a master of emotional intelligence mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. i mean every every song that you hear like he just knows how to capture a feeling in right. a way that you really can't use you know articulate in words mm -hmm. and more than that and this is what stood out to me. I was watching some documentary or not like a little uh, video on him last night is the intentionality of everything he does. Like every piece of music you hear from John, from Mr. Williams, from John Williams, like from the types of instruments he uses mm -hmm. to the cadences of certain melodies, the harmonies, the way harmonies work under certain melodies, um, you know, the way he builds and, you know, the way certain pieces build and then 
get to a place of instability and then they collapse and then he rebuilds. Like I was watching a guy who did who um, dissected uh, the duel of the fates theme and he was kind of going through the different like layers of how it works. And you realize like just the amount of intentional thought that was put into, I mean, it's more than just an iconic theme. It's like it, all the pieces fit together telling a story, like at, telling a story and adding to the story mm-hmm. within itself. Mm-hmm. And that's the things like, man, I'm a musician and things that I don't even think about, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's one of those, like it really, being on his level, it's, it's really a line between genius and madman. It really, mm-hmm. it, it, to be a conductor like that, you really have to be mm-hmm. a little crazy. And that's mm-hmm. why I think he's, you know, I like him. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's, I'll, I'll recommend that I'll, I'll see if I can find the video at some point, I'll send it to you, but it's really fascinating. Like just the, what, how much detail and how much thought goes into all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, yo, so this is interesting. I don't know if I mentioned this before. Um, but, uh, one of the examples of intentionality. So if you remember the end of the Phantom Menace, uh, the celebration theme mm-hmm. where they, you know that da, 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 da. remember that mm-hmm. so i found this out that was actually uh the same lines intentionally as the emperor's theme from return of the jedi just sung in a major key wow holy crap it is right I never knew that until somebody pointed it out and I was like, oh my goodness. And that's why there's huh. always some, there were, every time I used to listen to it, there was something beautiful yet oddly familiar and almost haunting about it because it is. Wow. Huh? Holy huh? That's so oh cool. My, that's amazing. That's right? like, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Sammy, that's your TikTok right there. <laughs> <laughs> I I know Dan always gives like good little bits for me to look up yeah. <laughs> and put together. So yeah. Yeah. So no, surely it, shall be one. Yeah. And that's just one example. I mean, that's it, it, scratching the surface of the stuff he does. I mean, all of his work, if you really dissect it, mm-hmm. you can find so many similar things. Like, you know, I know one guy was mentioning the Duel of the Fates theme. And part of it, like the chord progression underneath it is like a G minor something, which mm-hmm. is the same bass chord progression as the Imperial March. So you can see similarities in there. And then there's another one where he talks about the uh, Leia's theme song versus Han and Leia's theme song versus, uh, you know, Luke and Leia's theme song. Like they all each have different theme songs, but there's all there's very similar patterns in all of them. And again, mm-hmm. that's intentional. You know, and then he brings it, it even brings it into like the last Jedi and like, there's a something in there. Um, mm. But I mean, any, everything that you can see from him, he's always doing stuff like that. You know, he's always being that intentional with just wow. the minute details. And it's just, it, it really puts you in a place where you're just like, I mean, you're just, you're just in awe, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I know uh, something else that was, that was cool. Um, I know the, uh, the the lyrics from the duel of the fates um are actually roughly translated from like an old uh like welsh celtic poem hmm. um actually wrote it down it's really it's it, basically it's a poem about like you know major forces light and dark forces kind of going against each other it says uh i wrote part of it down it says under the tongue root a fight most dread and another raging behind the head so that opening that uh you know 
I forget the exact words that dun 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 mm-hmm. no, that mm-hmm. um he translated it into uh I think it's something like Sanskrit. Um because oh, wow. he likes the vowel sounds of that. So it's it's a rough translation. Um but mm-hmm. in all, yeah. So it's like again, just another layer layer of that, you know, that intense uh work and intense yes absolutely wow. like i said there's it's really the only word you can use at that point mm-hmm. you know? um yeah so yeah and that's why i love talking about composer especially him but really any composer like the best composers they do that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Let's see what else. I just what something else I love that I was was I what I was listening to um, as I was writing this is just the familiarity. There's there's a familiarity to it. Like every theme song you hear, hear from him across the board from whatever movie or whatever rendition of whatever whatever he does, you know, there's always an overall like you recognize the see the feeling. It's you know patterns of like you know this these dreamlike sort of visions and this edge mm-hmm. of your seat action, mm-hmm. deep love and loss and sadness and terror tragedy fear but then passionate love and romance and there's always a little bit of tongue-in-cheek humor in there too you know there's a little mm-hmm. bit of something that just mm-hmm. adds more spice and more flavor like sometimes i'll hear like a fanfare or a, a line or something and i'll just picture like characters getting annoyed and like bickering with each other right in the middle of the action you know or just like a burst of frustration mm-hmm. uh, so it's always you know i just I, envisioning it in my mind so that's always fun um, but there really is just this sort of like otherworldly sort of a sort sort of of, of um, you know beauty beauty to it. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I do have one point. I'm actually going to skip over this one and then come back to it. Um, okay. So the hook attack of the clones crossover. Huh? Uh, okay. So I, I well actually I mentioned it in my notes. I didn't say when I, when we talk about hook when you talk about hook. Yeah, uh, and I said there's something I have to say that. So in my mind, it's a crossover. It's not really a crossover, but when I first saw Attack of the Clones, uh, I remember hearing Anakin and Padme's theme. And if you remember it, it's that da 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 da. And I, I'm I'm watching it. And I'm like, why does that sound like Hook? Because if you remember the theme song to Hook, da 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 da. Right? Huh. Hmm. And I can think I was like, I don't notice these things like you do. It's oh, so I great do. that you do that's, that. That's awesome. Yeah. No, that's great. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I remember thinking. I, was, I remember thinking like, why is he ripping off the guy from Hook? <laughs> ripping off the guy? It's you. He's, and then I, I, it wasn't until years later. It's actually because I mean, I was. This is. I'm talking about when this first came out. I was thinking this, mm-hmm. and like maybe a few mm-hmm. years ago from now, I'm going over all John Williams' looks. Like, oh, he did Hook. So that makes sense. Yeah. He's ripping off himself, so it's totally yeah. okay. <laughs> That's so I was funny. like, I apologize to all of the film people, all the gods of film, all the lords of film. I have failed you. My apologies for that. <sighs> yeah. We're not I, perfect, Dan. It's okay. It is true. It is true. It is true. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, and that's another thing. Like, you can definitely hear, you know, similar themes sort of across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, so, which is which is pretty cool and pretty amazing. Um, every musician, every composer, anybody who plays music, when they do it long enough, they have their own style. Right. No Mm -hmm. matter what, no matter Mm -hmm. what genre you're making music for, you're still going to hear them in there. Right. You're going to know who it is. Right. And Um, and it's cool when you can pick that out. It's like, oh, I remember that from this. And it's like, oh, that's my guy. mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. So, um, and I I love how his theme songs are like, they're so simple yet so profound. Like, 
it's something you can whistle in the shower and also hear from an orchestra. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like that's Very that. Sure. Yeah, that truly is a mark of like a, of something brilliant. Mm-hmm. Literally, t- yeah. two two notes. Da 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 da. Exactly. Everyone's scared. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Everyone's, like, Everyone's freaking out. Right. Right. <laughs> so, um, so that's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I don't know if this is true or not, uh, but I did hear a rumor that uh, like the Superman theme, because you know the Superman theme has two distinct uh feelings so those that march that dun da 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 and then there's the other one that da 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 right mm-hmm. i don't know if this is true but i did hear i feel like i heard somewhere that like he did that as a way of presenting two options and then the director was like no just put them together but hmm. i feel like i don't know i feel like he would have done that intentionally just to add more to it like i think each each had a specific purpose so i don't know if that's true or not but i thought that was an interesting uh little hmm. idea um and then finally bring around to my last point which i want to leave everyone with this um just the otherworldly quality of his work like and i think that's really what like the genius and the magic of of his music and music in general really but especially Mm -hmm. you know film music when you watch a film you know you have to sit you know you sit down you engage you take the time and it's really like it's it's the time out of your day that you have to set aside to engage with the story but when you have a music that has a score like John Williams and when you have music like that, you know, mm-hmm. it's something that you can take with you anytime you want. You can experience it anytime, you know, mm-hmm. you can imagine scenes taking place in your mind. You can mm-hmm. feel them in your heart. You can feel them whenever, but it, it, it takes it even deeper where it sort of opens up your mind to create scenes of your own. And, you know, some may have your favorite characters in them. Some may have your, have yourself in them or characters you made up in general. And either way, that's just such a, a magical sort of shared experience because either way it's like it's something that you're taking with you you take that story with you you're synthesizing it you're literally ingesting it into your soul you know it's in here Mm -hmm. it's in here and it's you know i mean you can the idea that you can literally take something that's intangible and keep it with you in such a way that is unique specifically to that you know and i just think that is like even as i was listening to his music last night i was just kind of like daydreaming and you know just envisioning things happening some mm-hmm. of it are part of the film and some of it was just my own creation you know and it's just a mm-hmm. it really is a magical thing to be able to to share that you know yeah. so always yeah. a just deeply deeply appreciate him and everything he does so mm-hmm. yeah i i don't i don't know how to to follow that <laughs> this we're done so that was the end of the episode there. thank you <laughs> that was beautiful and it, uh, exactly and I, it was, it was beautiful and so true and it, it, yes. it touched that last point really got mm-hmm. me so that's yeah it was so wonderfully sad mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah any points that i have of why i love john williams is is small in comparison so <laughs> right? i'm gonna share ditto dan yeah <laughs> awesome go. great way to sum it up <laughs> sammy is there anything you would like to share about john no because i have nothing to say that would top that other Got than it. you know same idea no. like i like the music it's great no i can't yeah <laughs> oh goodness oh well i'm glad we could talk about john and i'm so excited yeah. to hear uh what he potentially i don't think he did any of the vintage stuff that we are going to be getting into but mm. um he, he blah, 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 blah. we are going to be talking about tales of a jedi which he did help 
mm-hmm. host. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to watch that Very and cool. see where that goes. So next week, um, we are going to dive into Star Wars holiday special and the craziness of that. Um, I've already done the background work on it or starting the background work on it. And it's just, Mm -hmm. I just keep cracking up with everything that I read. I can't wait to watch this. So I want to, I think I'm going to try to watch it today on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, folks, if you want to know the hilarity of it, uh, go to YouTube, just put in Star Wars holiday special 1978 because I just put in Star Wars Holiday Special and mm-hmm. the Lego one that they put up on Disney Plus keeps popping up. So I think they're trying to, you know, <laughs> they're really trying. trying. They are really trying. There's no so other ones. It's just this Lego so thing. You can find it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we'll go from and join us next week as we, uh, I don't want to say we're going to tear it apart, but we are going to talk about it. Which I could potentially wait. mean tearing it apart. Uh, so I can't wait we'll, to watch we'll this. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Pixie Dusters, you have a great rest of your day. Uh, And we will see you next week for Star Wars Holiday Special 1978. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins, Sammy and Ashley. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel, Instagram, and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon.